Hi, I'm Dr. Ted Spear, pastor of the Fundamental Baptist Church International in Boshin Kumasi. Today's message, I believe, will be a big encouragement to you. The title of the message is, You Are Needed. Today's message is the type of message I, I love to preach because I love to encourage people. I, I want the preaching of God's Word. I believe the preaching of God, God's Word should do a lot of things. It should motivate us to righteousness. It should convict us of sin. It should rebuke us when we do wrong. But it also is important that the Word of God, and the preaching of the Word of God, also encourages us and, and gives us strength to keep going. Even, then, even though we have sinned and we're challenged to do more for God, we need strength to do it. We need encouragement. And I believe the Bible is filled with encouragement. And I want to take the Bible today and encourage you today from the Scriptures. I'm going to read uh, several verses here. Uh, and all these verses are in different places of the Bible. They talk about different things. But there's something these verses have in common that I'm going to point out to you today. So stay with me as we go through these verses and I think these verses will offer you uh, some encouragement today from God's Word. First, we're going to start in Isaiah chapter 6 and verse number 8. The Bible says, Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. God is looking for someone here to go for Him, to represent Him. And someone is volunteering. In the book of Ezekiel, chapter 22, and verse number 30, the Bible says, And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. In this verse, God was searching for someone to stand in a gap, to, to make up the difference, to fill the void, to be that person that met the need, but he found none. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and verse number 3, it says, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. There are people in this world who do not know the truth. You may be one of them. I don't know who's watching today. But there are people that the truth is hid to them. And it is hid to them because they do not know or they have not heard the good news of Jesus Christ, the gospel. So, the first verse we read, God was looking for someone to go for Him, to represent Him. In the second verse, God was looking for someone to stand in the gap, to, to, to meet the need, and He found no one. In the third verse, the Bible teaches that there are lost people who need the gospel, but the gospel is hid for them, meaning they need somebody to stand in the gap for them. They need someone to go for God and give them the gospel. 
in Mark chapter 16 and verse 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. God has commanded me and you as believers in Jesus Christ. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, God has commanded us to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. In 1 John chapter 3, in verse 17, it says, But whoso hath this world's good, and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? Now this verse is talking about someone who's in need. They need clothing. They need someone to have compassion on them. And as you know, and I know, living in this world that we live in, that oftentimes we're not compassionate towards others. We don't meet the needs of others. We just keep going. We're selfish. We're self-centered. And God says that when that happens, when we don't meet the needs of others, when we keep our compassion from them, that the love of God is not in us, meaning we're not walking close with God, we're not filled with God's love, because if we were, we'd share it with other people. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 21, the Bible says, And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Now, this verse is talking about the church. And it's saying that the church is a body made up of many different members. Just like your body has, you have fingers, you have a hand, you have an arm, you have legs, you have feet, you have a, a nose, mouth, eyes, you have a head, you have shoulders. Our body is made up of many different parts, but we're one body. And the church is made up of many different members, but it's one body. And it's referring to here that the different people in the church, the eye and the hand. The eye can't say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. And so God is teaching us that in the church, the pastor can't say to the usher, I don't need you. And the, the teacher can't say to the student, I don't need you. We're all important. We all have a place of service. We all need each other. We all depend on each other. Now, what do all these verses have in common? All these verses imply, they teach, that there is a need and that we are needed to meet that need. God has chosen to ordain a system where He has created man and He has chosen to partner with man to get His work done. God needs us. Amen? And we need Him. And others have a need. 
Surely, we all have needs. And the Bible speaks about that. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 32, it says, For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 19 says, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So each of us in life have needs. We have God who wants to meet those needs. And on top of that, God has a need. And God needs us to work with him to serve other people. We only have great needs because we are also greatly needed. Or let me say that again. I didn't read that right. We not only have great needs, but we are also greatly needed. If you're a human being today, then you woke up this morning, you, you had needs. You, you need food, you need water, you need shelter, you need emotional uh, strength from other people, you need fellowship with other, from other people. We need love and companionship. We have great needs, but we're also greatly needed. And these verses that I read make it clear to us that God needs us. He's looking for someone to stand in the gap, to make the difference. He's looking for someone to go for Him. He's looking for someone to take the gospel and share it with others. There are people in this world whose needs are not met, and they're looking for someone to have compassion on them. I think of that story in Matthew chapter 25, where Jesus is teaching about the second coming where he comes to earth and he's separating the sheep from the goats. And as he's judging the sheep, he says to them, you fed me, you clothed me, you gave me drink. And they said, when did we clothe you? When did we feed you? When did we give you drink? And he said to them, when you did it, Unto the least of these, my brethren, you did it unto me. He's saying, when you served your fellow man, when you helped your fellow man, it was as if you were serving me. You see, we serve God and we meet God's needs when we meet the needs of others. And I've alluded to this already, but in my message here, in my outline... Uh, I want to point out to you three different parties, three different groups, three different people that need us. Number one, God needs you. I said to you that the purpose of my message today was to encourage you, to offer you hope, to offer you strength. And I, what I want to say to you today is God needs you. You are important to God. And I don't say that God needs you because I'm trying to burden, burden you today. 
I'm trying to say God needs you because I want you to understand you're important to God. God is searching for you. God's looking for you. God wants you. The Bible tells us in the book of Matthew that we're to come unto Him. All those of us who labor because He wants to offer us rest. And He says, take my yoke upon you for my burden is light. A yoke is a device that joins two animals together. It ties them together in such a way that they will work in unison. Typically, a yoke is put on cattle or oxen. And then they would pull a plow and they would turn up the soil in the field so that the farmer could plant his seed. And God says, I want you to get in the yoke with me. I want to be your partner. I want to work with you. Take my yoke upon you. Partner with me. My burden is light. God is saying, listen, I need you. I have created a system where I need you. I want you to work with me. The Bible in 1 Corinthians talks about us being co-laborers with God. God has chosen to be your co-worker to labor with you. He wants you. He needs you. You are important to God. Who else needs you? Your brother needs you. Humankind needs you. It said, the verse we read earlier, but whoso hath this world's good and seeth his brother have need and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? The verse we read in 1 Corinthians 12 talking about the church. It said that the eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head can't say to the foot, I don't need you. I often have used this illustration when teaching this idea. On my hand here, I have a little finger. We call it the pinky finger. And... It's not very strong. If you were to pick up a bucket of water, a, a large bucket of water, you would not pick it up like this because it would hurt and it would be very difficult and most people could not even carry the water with their pinky. We pick it up with our whole hand. And we could live without our pinky finger. But who is volunteering to have their pinky finger cut off? Would you volunteer to have your pinky finger cut off? Or would you say, no, I need that. I certainly would not allow someone to cut my pinky finger off. Why? I need that. There are many delicate things that have to be done in life with a pinky finger comes into play, writing, doing artwork, fashioning things with the hands, typing on a keyboard, the delicate surgery, the delicate things that have to be done. The pinky plays a part. God did not make the pinky weak. It is only weak as it's compared to the bicep. 
It's only weak as it's compared to the leg, but it's made to do exactly what God made it to do. And you may not be like everyone else. You may not be as tall as everyone else. You might be short like me. You may not be as strong as everyone else. You might be small like me. You may not be, you may not have a great voice. But there's something you can do for God and God wants you and God needs you and you are important to God and you are important to your brother. Your brother cannot say to you, I have no need of thee. God needs you. Your brother needs you. You're important. And I want you to understand that today. Don't get discouraged and think you can't serve God. Don't get discouraged looking at what others do and say, well, I can't do that and I can't do that and I can't do that. No, look and say, God, what can I do for you? And find the will of God and do it. Go to a pastor and say, how can I serve God? They won't tell you you can't serve God. And if they do, find a pastor who truly loves you and understands God. Who needs you? God needs you, number one. Number two, your brother needs you. Number three, the lost needs you. So many of these verses that we read talked about the fact that if the gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. It is hid to them that don't know the truth. Mark 16, the Bible says, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. You know what every one of us can do for God? And you know what every other person on this planet needs us to do for God? And for them? It's to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's to tell them that they're sinners. They need to be saved. The penalty of a sin is death. But that Jesus Christ, God Himself, died on an old rugged cross and shed His blood that they could be saved. That their good works cannot save them. Their church can't save them. But that Jesus can. That Jesus loves them. And wants to give them eternal life. That's what people need to hear from us. That's what God wants us to do for him, and that's something all of us can do for God and for others. I said all that I said today to encourage you that God needs you, that you're important, and also to encourage you don't give up. Don't give up. You've been trying to serve God, keep serving God. Man will not always appreciate you. But God does. And there's coming a day God will reward you for your labor. Don't quit because you're important. You're needed. There are people only you can help. Well, we need to understand that. There are people in this world I will never meet. I can never help them. There are people in this world I don't speak their language. I don't know if I can communicate with them. There are people in this world that only you can help. 
There are things only you can do. Let me ask you a question. Do you want others to quit on you? Do you want others to have the idea or the opinion that they're not important? Do you want others to feel that they're not needed? You need your mom, don't you? You don't want your mom to get discouraged and feel like she's not needed and quit on you. You need your dad. You need your, your employer. You need your employer to, to stay important because you need a job. You need those over. You need your pastor to stay encouraged because you need a pastor. You need someone to preach to you. I hope if you're watching this program, you need Brother Spear. You need Pastor Spear to stay encouraged and to keep doing what he's doing because maybe it's helping you. I don't know. I hope so. And just as you want others to keep going and just as you want others to not quit, others need you to do what you do. And you are important. And I beg of you today to see yourself that way. Keep serving God. Whatever you do in the church, keep doing it. Nobody else sees you. You don't get recognized. God sees you. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. Proverbs chapter 15 and verse number 3. God sees what you do for Him, and God will reward. You may not get that reward now, but it will come. Take heart and take great strength in knowing that if you have blood coursing through your veins, if you're breathing air, and you're important to God. God needs you. Others need you. Your brother in Christ needs you, and the lost needs you. Let's do the job. I beg of you to find the resolve, the motivation in yourself to serve the living God, to serve your brother in Christ, and to serve the lost who do not know him. Thank you for watching the Fundamental Hour. If you have any questions about how you can go to heaven when you die, if you're not sure about that, we want to help you. We can send, send you literature. We can send you reading material to help you with that. We can talk to you on the phone. You can visit us at our church. If you live in Kumasi, I would encourage you to visit the Fundamental Baptist Church International. We're located in Beauchene, just past the market on the right, on your way to Abrepo. We'd love to have you in our services. God bless you, and thank you for watching The Fundamental Hour.